Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi. You're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a surprising link between youth activism and critical thinking, a new discovery related to sleep apnea, and how aggressive driving adds more CO2 to the atmosphere. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. A study at the University of Michigan found that kids who got involved in activism grew to be better critical thinkers. Hmm. Okay, somehow I'm not surprised, but I'm also struggling to see the link between activism and critical thinking. Okay, I thought the same thing. But researcher Matthew Diemer, a University of Michigan professor of education and psychology, knew that kids who were more engaged in community activism tended to have better outcomes, but he wanted to know if that activism actually had lasting effects. Like, if you were engaged in activism as a teenager, how does that affect you as you grow up? Uh, something like that. The longer-term effects of this kind of engagement had never really been studied. So he and his team tracked over 500 teenagers with all different backgrounds who were involved in youth organizing groups and youth leadership councils all across the country. So these were the kids in high school who were always on the move, right? You could say that. They were engaged. And like I said, they were really diverse. Many of these kids knew firsthand about some of the inequities involved in their own communities, and they were generally motivated to do something about it. That's activism. Exactly. You see an injustice and you take action to correct it. So Deemer wanted to know if that kind of engagement would last, and if it did, would it actually grow? Wait, how do you measure that? That's a great question. They analyzed something called critical consciousness, which means being able to understand oppression, feeling motivated to challenge inequality, and taking action to make a difference. They found that over two years, kids who engaged in activism in their community became even more active and were also better able to critique injustice and drive social change over time. So their activism actually led to more activism. The bigger thing is that their activism led to higher critical thinking skills. They weren't told what to advocate for or against. They were only given the tools and the platform to advocate for themselves and their community. That's really cool, and it actually makes sense. When we're given the chance to think about the way our communities work, I guess we tend to start seeing things a little more critically, right? Right. To put it another way, kids who become engaged in their communities become better thinkers and better citizens. I guess the next time a teen speaks out about a cause they care about, We should listen up. Absolutely. They're developing skills to make a better world for all of us. Did you know that by some estimates, nearly a billion people all over the planet suffer from OSA? I had no idea. That is a lot of people. So one other thing I don't know. Um, What's OSA? Obstructive sleep apnea. Oh, okay. So sleep apnea. I actually feel like I know a lot of people with that. Um, My roommate. It's where you like snore yourself awake in the middle of the night, right? Uh, well, kind of. Sawing logs can be a symptom of obstructive sleep apnea, but it's not the cause. It's actually a disorder in which your breathing becomes restricted at night, which interrupts your sleep. The airway can close up, jolting you awake. A lot of people will wake up without even knowing it. But other than the snoring and horrible sleep it can cause, there is another major issue. Folks with OSA tend to have a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, which 
it turns out, is the world's number one cause of premature death. Holy crap. So in other words, sleep apnea can increase the risk of premature death? Exactly. But here's the thing. Scientists weren't exactly sure why OSA led to an increased risk of cardiovascular disease until now. New research funded by the National Institutes of Health has identified the culprit. Before you tell me what they found, who are the suspects? You mean, what did they think was causing the heart issues? I mean, if I had to guess, I'd say it had something to do with sleep issues. I know that not getting enough sleep leads to all kinds of problems, right? Totally. Disrupted sleep was definitely a suspect. Obesity is also linked to both obstructive sleep apnea and heart disease, so that was another possible suspect. But it turns out the actual link is a little more sneaky. It all has to do with oxygen. Okay, explain. So in a pair of studies, researchers assessed over 4,500 adults who suffered from OSE. Around 500 of those in the study had some kind of heart issue during the study. So they wanted to know what was different about the people who had heart problems and those who didn't. Enter the suspects. So suspect number one, obesity. While obesity itself is linked to cardiovascular disease, those who were obese and suffered from sleep apnea didn't necessarily have a higher risk than somebody who was just obese. In other words... Not really a connection. Right. So suspect two, not getting enough sleep. Well, that's a good theory, but it turns out it's not our culprit either. Sudden awakenings alone were not correlated with an increased risk in heart disease. So this is where oxygen comes in, right? Our third suspect is the culprit, lack of oxygen. Researchers found that when the airway is restricted enough to cause a reduction in blood oxygen levels, something called hypoxic burden, there's between a 13 and 45% increased risk of a primary cardiovascular event. A heart attack. Or something like that. Huh. Okay, so now that they know what's going on, what happens next? Well, there is a lot of work to be done. But this finding could change the way they diagnose sleep apnea, as well as the kinds of things they measure during trials. Like, we know now it's pretty important to measure blood oxygen when you're testing for apnea, right? And I would guess it also could give some insight into new treatments. Yeah, absolutely. At the very least, it could lead to new approaches to treating obstructive sleep apnea. Like we say all the time, one discovery usually leads to another. So all new information on this massively widespread problem is a good thing. I can rest easy knowing scientists are looking into it. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Imagine you're on the freeway, and it's full of traffic. Mm, no, I'd, I'd really rather not. <laughs> Just play along. It's moving, but everyone's honking and swerving in and out of lanes and trying to get ahead. Uh, my knuckles are wrapped so hard around a steering wheel that they're turning white, and there's a, a vein pulsing above my eye. Uh-huh. Anything else you want to add? No. Just going to get mad. <laughs> okay. So it turns out that all that aggressive driving around you isn't just making you hot. It's actually making the planet hot. Like the, the boiling rage of aggressive driving, like bubbled off of people into the atmosphere? Actually, yes. 
At least sort of. So a new study analyzed vehicle emissions based on how we drive, and the findings were pretty crazy. Um, So like they looked at how different ways of driving caused different levels of emissions? Exactly. The study was conducted in China. They built an indicator they called the Standardized Driver Aggressiveness Index that would estimate changes in a driver's behavior and matched it up with real-world data collected between 2013 and 2021. So basically, the index would tell the researchers if the driver was being aggressive. Or calm or just neutral. And they found that eliminating aggressive driving behaviors could cut an estimated 400 million tons of CO2 emissions by the year 2050. Wow, that's a lot of CO2. So how does this work exactly? How do they even define aggressive driving? That is a great question. Aggressive driving is... I mean, well, it's aggressive. It's basically the opposite of smooth, steady driving. So imagine somebody behind the wheel trying desperately to get where they're going even a few seconds ahead of schedule. They'll hit the gas suddenly, they'll break on a dime, they'll weave in and out of traffic, and all of those starts and stops and random accelerating leads to way less fuel efficiency. So playing it cool behind the wheel can actually save how much CO2 again? Accelerating at an even pace, keeping our speed steady and within the speed limit, and just driving like a sane person can Mm. prevent some 400 million tons of carbon dioxide from hitting the atmosphere by 2050. And the funny thing is, some studies have shown that driving aggressively doesn't actually get you to your destination any faster. And I mean, at least not always. Right. I guess that feeling of anxiety that makes us want to speed up isn't exactly rational, right? must just make us feel more in control of our time, but really it's just adding more carbon to the atmosphere. So, all right, in the grand scheme of things, how much is 400 million tons of CO2? So, yeah, it sounds great to keep 400 million tons out of the atmosphere over the next quarter century or so, but by some estimates, we emit nearly 40 billion tons of CO2 every single year. Yikes. All right, well, 400 million tons... Compared to that, seems like a drop in the bucket. I mean, maybe so. But the bigger thing here is that every little bit helps. And studies like this can show each of us how our own individual behavior affects our climate. One shift might not make that big of a difference, but changing 10 behaviors could make a huge splash. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Researchers at the University of Michigan found that teens who took up community activism became better critical thinkers and worked harder to make their communities more just, equitable, and fair. Researchers have found that a higher risk of cardiovascular disease in people who suffer from obstructive sleep apnea is caused by a reduction in blood oxygen when airways are restricted while sleeping. It's a discovery that could lead to new diagnostic tools and even new approaches to treatment. A study of Chinese drivers found that eliminating aggressive behaviors behind the wheel could keep around 400 million tons of CO2 out of the atmosphere by year 2050. Taken by itself, it's not a huge drop. But when added to other behavior shifts, it could make a big difference. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 